Uh, hello and welcome to the Sheeple News Podcast, episode number two. Uh, today is the 30th of April 2021. And I'm going to start off today talking about this story here from Infowars. Uh, it's quite a funny one, actually. It's, uh, it says, a shock video, high school runner collapses at finish line says mask restricted breathing <laughs> so you know the world really is a crazy place right now um they want you to wear a mask pretty much everywhere you go so even when you're exercising you've got to wear a mask this is this is completely mad really it's really crazy uh we have a high school runner says she couldn't catch a full breath before she felt super dizzy and then eventually passed out. So there's this video here, it's showing uh, this girl, she's uh, running around the track here, and just before she gets to the finishing line, she just collapses straight onto the ground. Of, I mean, it's just, it's, it's really, really, it's really crazy, I think, I mean, you have to wear a mask wherever you go. Even I mean, I'm surprised they don't say you have to wear a mask when you when you're going to bed when you're sleeping. That's the next thing they're gonna do. You see people outside by themselves. There's literally no one around them. Not even for man. There's there's no one near them at hundred meters. There's no one near them, and they still have to wear a mask. And I mean, people getting paranoid. And there's some people who are so scared to go out of the house without wearing a mask. They're walking their dog by themselves. They're walking by themselves. They're running. I've seen even people, some people jogging, riding a bicycle with a mask on. There's no one around them. Yet, they're wearing one. So, you know, you know. Do what you want, but I'm not doing that crazy stuff. I'm telling you that now. And I mean, how can that be safe? They think that you're you're going to be exercising. It's obviously, you know, it's stressful on the body. Your heart's, you know, beating more, pumping more blood through the body. You're, you know, you're doing some physical quite. Uh, strenuous physical activity here you need to breathe in as much oxygen as you can especially when you're running and yet they think that that's gonna help them that's gonna keep them safe as they say putting a mask on your face when you're running i mean what are they gonna do next they're gonna tell the marathon runners to wear a mask there i mean honestly it has to end this this craziness. It's, it's got to end soon. It's just it's becoming a cult. It's another cult. I said in a previous episode, NHS cult. This episode, it's another cult. This this people. Uh, if you remember, I don't know if people know the um, the Branch Davidians. It was these uh, this cult in America. Uh, it was a, a religious cult, and basically. 
they were totally brainwashed by this guy that said that, you know, if they follow him, they're going to go to heaven and they're going to get all these benefits and everything. It's the same thing here with people wearing masks. They're branch Covidians. That's what they are. You've got to wear a mask. It's a sign of how good I am. It's a sign of, you know, I'm, I'm smarter than you. I know so much more than you. You know, I can tell you what to do with your life. You know, I gotta wear a mask wherever I go, and I mean, you look at uh, Joe Biden's speech there. You know, the, the State of the Union speech he had the other night. Everyone there had been vaccinated, but everyone was wearing a mask. So what's the point? I mean, everyone there had been vaccinated, yet they're still wearing a mask. It's just, I mean, this is a way of propaganda, basically, to say you keep wearing this mask forever now. It's never coming off. I mean, what's the point? Getting a vaccine and you're going to keep on wearing a mask. No, you tell me. I don't I don't know. I just find it really strange. Very, very strange indeed. So, continuing on the topic of masks. Now, I used to listen to a lot of Joe Rogan. Not so much since since he uh, switched to Spotify. Um, I mean, he's just exclusively on Spotify. He can't get him on any other uh, platforms now, except some uh, small clips he puts on YouTube. But the whole show, you can't watch that anymore on YouTube. You can't listen to it on Google Podcasts, which is where I used to listen uh, to him on. Uh, so, I mean... There's a lot of people now, they don't listen to him as much as before, because I'm not just going to go on Spotify to listen to one person. And also, he's compromised now. He can't say uh, whatever he wants to say, which he could before. Now he has to be careful what he says, and, you know, what's the point of that? I mean, you've got a podcast, you're interviewing loads of different types of people, you're talking about a lot of different topics. And you've got to be careful what you say, or they might cancel your contract, or, you know, they might, uh, you know, you never know what they'll do, actually. So, you know, a lot of his, of his episodes now have been censored, the ones with Alex Jones, and the ones with some other, you know, quote-unquote controversial guests. Um, but he has said something which uh, has put mainstream media... Uh, in a bit of a, uh, you know, a bit of an awkward place here. Um, you know, they don't like anyone questioning uh, the COVID uh, propaganda here. But he said that um, young people, why did they uh, have to get a vaccine if they're healthy? Which is true. Why did they have to get a vaccine if they're perfectly healthy? What is the point? Of them getting it. I mean, you shouldn't force them to get one. If they want to get one, they can get one. But if they don't want to, then they don't have to get one. I mean, it's really for people who have, you know, underlying health problems and people that are a little bit older, you know, more vulnerable people. I mean, yeah, go ahead and take a vaccine, but it shouldn't be made mandatory for, you know, the rest of the healthy population, especially younger people 
very healthy younger people, as a matter of fact, there's no way they should have to get a vaccine because you're still you're still playing Russian roulette by getting the vaccine. You have a very small chance of having experiencing any problems with this vaccine, but still, nevertheless, you still have a chance of, say, uh, having a heart attack, a stroke, or developing some weird uh, skin allergies. There's a lot of different side effects that you can develop from this vaccine. So, if you're young, I don't, I don't understand why people would make it mandatory. So, that's my opinion on that. And people say, do you think it's safe to get vaccinated? I've said, yeah, I think for the most part it's safe to get vaccinated. I do. I do. But if you're like 21 years old and you say to me, should I get vaccinated? I, I go, no. Yeah. Are you healthy? Are you a healthy person? Like, look, don't do anything stupid, but you should take care of yourself. You yeah. should, if you're, if you're a healthy person and you're exercising all the time and you're young and you're eating well, and like, I don't think you need to worry about this. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. But there's a uh, lot of jobs that will tell you you need to have this. Well, that's what's but starting to happen now. People are worried about them doing it for their children. And we talked about this earlier, yeah. that the, 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 you might have to have your, your children vaccinated. And, you know, I can tell you as someone who's both, both my children got the, va the, the virus, it was nothing. I mean, I hate to say that. If someone's children died from this, I'm very sorry that that happened. I'm not... I'm not in any way diminishing that, but I'm saying the personal experience that my children had with COVID was nothing. One of the kids had a headache. The other one didn't feel good for a couple of days. Yeah. Like maybe, I mean, not feel good. Like, mm, like no, no big deal. No coughing, right. no, no, no achy, no like in agony. There was none of that. It was very mild. It was, it was akin to them getting a cold. Yeah, and you can have this thing where it's like you were saying this virtue signaling and this kind of like theatrical display of I get the vaccine, what a good person I am, I care about everyone. But you're like, look, I'm, I'm, my daughter's a lot younger than your kids, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not injecting my daughter with something to fucking virtue signal. Right. Like, I'm not doing that. Right. If there's something that she's of no risk, statistically has no risk from, right. I'm sorry, I'm not taking any experiment uh, on her in that. And that's that's my attitude But it's it. amazing that that's controversial. Yeah. That even saying that, I'm not going to inject my child with the vaccine is controversial. Yeah. It's crazy. Because, again, we are not talking about even the flu that we just found out killed 22,000 people last year. We're not talking about that. Right. We're talking about something that is not statistically dangerous for children but yeah. yet people still want you to get your child vaccinated which is crazy to me yeah like you should be vaccinated if you are vulnerable yeah I mean I totally agree with Joe Rogan here I mean if you are vulnerable yeah go ahead and get vaccinated I mean why not if you don't feel safe you feel worried then go ahead and take the vaccine I mean that's fair enough. Uh, I just find it funny. Mainstream media, they just uh, they picked up on this. They're going crazy. I mean, it makes you wonder why they're pushing this vaccine so much. If it was so good, everyone would be taking it and you wouldn't have to convince millions of people to take this vaccine if it was that good. Now, obviously, it's, it can't be that good. Yeah, I mean, it can't be that good because 
if it was this amazing vaccine, I think they wouldn't have to push out so much propaganda, so many adverts promoting it. Because if people were generally very scared of catching this virus, which is supposed to be a very deadly virus that is so deadly you need a test to know if you've got it or not so that's how deadly it is um it's so deadly it's killed 0.01 percent of the population last time i checked so this is very deadly disease that it's so deadly it's wiped out the flu um, pandemic that we had before or was an endemic say you know nobody gets the flu anymore everyone gets covid and i wonder why maybe it's because the people that have died from the flu they're counted as they've died from covid it does make you wonder that so next up here on uh, news wars uh, it says here a poll a majority of French agree with military generals that the country is heading towards a civil war. So nearly half want the military to be sent into multicultural banalous to restore order. Uh, it says here a new poll has found that a majority of French people support the sentiments expressed in a letter signed by active duty and retired members of the military warning that the country is heading towards a civil war caused by failed multiculturalism and attacks on french identity around 1000 service members signed the letter including 20 retired generals warning president emmanuel macron of several deadly dangers threatening france including islamism and the hordes of the banelou a reference to the fractured suburbs around major cities with high crime and immigrant populations the signatories also blame the anti-racism movement for seeking to create a racial war by attacking symbols of french cultural cohesion and identity including statues yep we saw that last summer they were tearing down statues in europe and in the u.s uh, the letter blames fanatic partisans for seeking to create divisions within communities that have created a vacuum for Islamists to assert their control. The hour is grave. France is in peril, states the letter, which was published on the 21st of April, the 60th anniversary of a failed coup d'etat. The military service members warn that the treatment of the Gilets Jeannet is that how you pronounce it? Um, my French is not that good. Uh, or yellow vest protesters exemplifies how the government has used the police as proxy agents and scapegoats for brutal oppression. It is no longer the time to procrastinate, otherwise tomorrow's civil war will put an end to this growing chaos and death for which you will be responsible. With numbers in the thousands, the letter concludes. You see, that's the problem, that we have all these immigrants there from these Muslim countries, but they leave their countries, which are really rubbish, they're crap. They leave these countries, they're, they're, they're just 
one of the worst countries in the world to live in. And they go to Europe, and most of them don't assimilate with the, the Europeans there, in this case the French. They don't assimilate with the lifestyle, with the culture. They still create their many countries within these cities like Paris, so these ghettos they create, and they live apart. They're living in a different world, basically. And they don't like the country that they're living in. They only like to take from it. They like the money. That's the only thing they like. And what they want to do is they want to create uh, a country like the country that they left. They want to create France into the country they they left from. So somewhere like Afghanistan, you know, somewhere... Um, like Iraq, that's what they want to create the country into these ones, but they don't want to assimilate. So, you know, it's going to reach a point where people have had enough. This has happened before in history. If you know your history, you know that North Africans invaded Iberia, they invaded the south of France. This is for hundreds of years, up to 800 years they did this. And what happened? The native people had enough, they pushed them out, and they kicked them out of the country, basically. So, people have a point where they say, enough's enough, and that's it. If you can't assimilate in society there, and then just go back to your land, really. Go back to your land. I say, if you don't want to be part of it, go back to your land, and I don't know, like hang about with the goats in Afghanistan or something. Because maybe that's what you like doing. Maybe. So anyway, we're going to look down in this article here. It says, despite the letter being condemned by the government and the media, a new poll has found that a majority of the French people agree with its substance. Survey by Harris Interactive found that 58% of respondents support the words of the soldiers. A clear majority, 84%, said violence was increasing in society and 73% thought the country was disintegrating. Almost three quarters think the anti-racism movement is having the opposite of impact and making ra race relations worse. That's true though. They're promoting Black Lives Matter, but Black Lives Matter is we hate white people, we hate other people, we hate Asian people. It's all about Oh, we're going to promote black people. But no, you're promoting communism. You're promoting violence and division. And saying everything bad that happens is because of European people. It's because of Americans, white people. It's not. We're not. Our history has a lot of flaws, but it has a lot of great things as well, like many civilizations. And they need to understand that before Europeans, you had the Chinese, Mongols, they were invading, they were doing a lot of bad stuff, they also did a lot of good stuff, so you need to stop putting the blame on Europeans for everything that goes wrong, I mean, in your societies and in your countries, because, you know, we're not that powerful that we, we can control everything that goes on in all these other countries, that's not true. Uh, it says almost half, 49%, also think that the military should be sent in to occupy problem areas. 
which would act on its own to restore order. Only one in three respondents said the signatories should be punished, despite the minister in charge of the armed forces, Florence Parley, indicating that active duty members would face sanction. So, I mean, it's quite interesting, this here, that um, these uh, military uh, personnel here have said uh, that France could be at risk of entering a civil war. It's, uh, this is true. And we can see that maybe if this were to happen in France, it could spill over into other countries in Europe. And we can see with anti-EU sentiment as well uh, that started with Brexit. It's, it's also spilling over into other countries and this could uh, this could signify the collapse of the EU as well and um, yeah, it could be a tough it could be a tough interesting time for a lot of people this could, uh, this could kick off to a bigger conflict within Europe and also in the US, the US is very close to a civil war as well, very close. And there's two um, different ideologies going on there. And you can see Republicans and Democrats, they're moving more and more to the right and to the left. And they're living in two separate worlds now. They get news from two separate sources and they have two different ways of thinking and they hardly they really they don't agree on anything right now it's not like 20 30 years ago they could come to some compromise because there are more center left democrats republicans center right but now it's gone more right and left i wouldn't say republicans are far right but of course lamestream media will say oh uh, far right there, fascists and everything, but you can see what's going on with Joe Biden is way more fascist than what Trump did, way more. You can see here what they did with Rudy Giuliani, the FBI there, raided his house in New York on Thursday. Uh, it says here on Breitbart that Giuliani, who formerly served um, as former President Donald Trump's legal counsel, criticized the FBI raid on his Manhattan apartment during an interview with Fox News' channel's Tucker Carlson. According to Giuliani, the agents were very professional and very gentlemanly. However, they refused to accept hard drives that Giuliani claimed contained incriminating evidence on Hunter Biden. Yeah, I take everything but the laptop with all the proof of what uh, uh, Hunter Biden did. Uh, it says, uh, Carlson said, Mr. Mayor, Thanks so much for coming on. Now, if you have been reading the Twitter feed of the Lincoln Project, the Democratic hacks who got Joe Biden elected, you would have known that federal agents were about to raid your home. They knew before you did, but apparently you weren't. Tell us what happened yesterday. He said there about uh, six o'clock in the morning, there was a big bang, bang, bang on the door, and outside were seven, seven FBI agents with a warrant for electronics. And I looked at the warrant and I said, this is extraordinary because I have offered to give these to the government and talk it over with them for two years. I don't know why they have to do this. 
The agents seemed somewhat apologetic, I might say. They were very, very professional and very gentlemanly. The only time they got perturbed is at the end of the search, when they had taken about, I would say, seven or eight electronic items of mine, which is what they took, and two of someone else. They weren't taking the three hard drives, which of course are electronic devices. They just mimic the computer. I said, well, you don't want these? And they said, what are they? I said, those are Hunter Biden's hard drives. And they said, no, 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 no. I said, are you sure you don't want them? The warrant required them to take it. And they said, no, no. And I, one last time, said, don't you think you should take it too? And they said, no. <laughs> now, Hunter Biden's hard drive fall within the scope of the subpoena. The subpoena required them to take all electronics, but they decided to leave that behind. And they also were completely content to rely on my word that these were Hunter Biden's hard drives. I mean, they could have been Donald Trump's, they could have been Vladimir Putin's, they could have been anybody's, but they relied on me, the man who had to be raided in the morning because I'm what? I'm going to destroy the evidence. I have known this for two years, Tucker. I could have destroyed the evidence years ago. I didn't destroy the evidence because the evidence is exculpatory. It proves that the president and I and all of us are innocent. They are the ones who are committing. It's like projection. They are committing the crimes. <laughs> That's true. It's... Uh, a lot of what they say is projection. They say uh, Donald Trump's a fascist, but as actually Joe Biden is. They say Trump's a racist, but Joe Biden's a racist. He was friends with the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, so it's, it's completely uh, opposite. It's opposite land here. Uh, it's very interesting. Uh, next we've got here, Trump rallies could return next month. Here on Infowars, saying that the 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump, may soon begin touring the country holding Make America Great Again rallies ahead of 2022 midterm elections. Uh, CNN, the outlet dubbed fake news by Trump himself, claimed an anonymous source, it's always an anonymous source with CNN, uh, close to 45, said his trademark MAGA rallies could start back up as soon as next month noting the president's vows to strike back at GOP adversaries. So um, this would be good, I think, to do some rallies, because um, Joe Biden's so boring, you can't even watch any of his speeches. You can't string two sentences together. Um, it's like a... He's just an old man here. He, he's got uh, Alzheimer's and all sorts of... Uh, yeah thoughts of problems with his mind here it's quite sad really um he should never be president but he went here trump went on dan bongino's show wednesday and he said he could announce a second presidential run right after the 2022 election and bongino said if you were to run again getting out really early say after the midterm elections trump said if I do do that, I'm giving in the most serious consideration. I think probably the most appropriate time would be right after the 22 election. 
Okay, next up here we have a headline about the UK is due to release a digital vaccine passport green list of travel destinations next month. Uh, the British government efforts to create a digital vaccine passport app has officially been embraced by the UK's former continental partners. As the EU scrambles to implement a vaccine passport system that will enable tourists from wealthy vaccinated countries like the US and UK to flock to beaches in Greece and Spain over the summer. British Transport Secretary Grant Shapes revealed in a TV interview Thursday that he will be able to give details on which countries have made it on the UK's green list in the next couple of weeks. The introduction of the UK's green list follows a series of US State Department travel advisories that place 80% of the world's countries on the highest level travel advisory. But while the US advisory carries no restrictions, the UK's green list will feature all the countries where Britons can travel without being required to quarantine upon their return, though they will still need to be tested for COVID-19 upon their return. In the next couple of weeks, I'll be able to tell you about which countries will have made it into the traffic light system and that green list in particular are the countries where you'll be able to go without needing to quarantine on your return. Still need to take a pre-departure test and one test on your return. I think people are getting very used to testing now, not least because we provide testing up to twice a week for everyone in the country right now, so I don't think a test itself is a big deal. He also confirmed an NHS app will be used to allow Britons to demonstrate whether they have had a COVID jab or tested negative for the virus before travelling abroad. It will be the NHS app that is used for people when they book appointments with the NHS and so on. To be able to show you've had a vaccine or that you've had testing, he added. And working internationally with partners across the world to make sure that system can be internationally recognised. The government sources clarified the app would not be the NHS COVID app currently used to check in to venues such as pubs and restaurants for contact tracing purposes, but would instead be NHS app used to book general appointments. Uh, he also added that he was awaiting data from the government's Joint Biosecurity Centre, which is necessary to state which countries will be deemed green, amber or red under the traffic light system. He also reiterated that there was a need to be very cautious about allowing Britons to freely travel abroad again. Beyond our shores, we are seeing the highest levels of coronavirus that we have seen so far in the entire pandemic right now. He added, but so, so we need to make sure we do this very, very carefully. We don't want to throw away the lockdown. We don't want to throw away our remarkable rollout in, the, in this country of the vaccination. Meanwhile, European nations are eager to welcome British tourists as they hope this summer will see a significant improvement over last year. Portugal's ambassador to the UK, Manuel Lobo Antunch, told Sky News, he was hopeful British travellers would be able to return to Portugal by the middle of next month. I mean, if a lot of these countries that rely on tourism, if they can't get tourists like here in Portugal, I mean, the the whole country's going to suffer tremendously. So, I mean, 
this seems to be the only solution they can come up with now. But they're gonna they're gonna prolong this. There's gonna be a COVID vaccine passport everywhere you go. It's probably gonna be introduced to go into shops, into cafes, everywhere, into supermarkets. So what they're gonna do then when people don't have the vaccine, or don't want to take the vaccine, they can't go in a shop and buy food. So there's gonna be like pariahs of society, these people. So really they say it's not a mandatory vaccine, but it is mandatory indirectly. That's what's gonna that's what life's gonna be like soon. You'll wait and see. And we got here thirty four million fewer people watch Biden's speech compared to Trump's first State of the Union address. So uh Biden here had a State of the Union address. This is like an annual address that the President of the U.S. does every year. It's normally around February. It's not around almost May time, which uh, this clown Biden has done here. His speech has been postponed, he said, because of COVID uh, towards almost towards uh, the beginning of May, so it's the end of April that he actually did this speech, which should have been done in February. Uh, it says that 34 million people fewer uh, watched Joe Biden's speech compared to Donald Trump's first State of the Union address in 2017. Uh, ratings show that 11.6 million watched Biden's speech compared to 45.6 million who watched Trump's first address to Congress. Uh, the lowest number of Americans who watched the Trump State of the Union throughout his term in office was 37 million. Uh, Biden barely managed to beat the viewership of this year's Oscars, 9.8 million, the diversity uh, Os Oscars here, uh, even though that set a new record low for the Academy Awards. Biden's speeches and public appearances have become notorious for their poor ratings and lack of engagement. Unless you're talking about the overwhelming number of people who downvote videos on the official White House YouTube channel. I mean, all you have to do is go on the uh, White House YouTube channel and you see the dislikes to likes ratio. It's, it's, it's hilarious. It really is. There's, as a reminder, Biden officially received 81 million votes, which was a record for this, uh, the most popular president in history, Joe Biden. Uh, the most... Um, a presidential candidate has ever received, and over 11 million more than Barack Obama achieved in 2008, even though he won less counties, and he did worse than every other metric compared to even Hillary Clinton in 2016, but he still won it. Uh, respondents to the announcement of the viewing figures expressed their surprise, given Biden's overwhelming popularity in 2020. Most popular president of all time, commented one. Just wait, Dominion is finding more viewers as we tweet, uh, joked another. I mean, I didn't bother watching it, of course. I mean, he's so boring to watch Joe Biden is and to listen to. He's, he's super boring. He says the same stuff over and over again. It's typical politician talk. I mean, once you listen... To Donald Trump's speeches, you don't want to listen to Joe Biden's. They just they don't compare. You can't compare the two of them. Completely different uh, type of speeches. Uh, for one, he can't even do a proper speech. Joe Biden, 
he can't talk properly and he he talks he rambles on about stuff that no one understands he doesn't know where he is uh, so there's no way i was gonna watch that rubbish i just seen some videos there on youtube uh i'll show you here a funny video that someone put up on youtube Open wide the doors of opportunity. Scientific breakthroughs took us to the moon. Now we're on Mars discovering vaccines, gave us the internet, and so much more. Catastrophic failures with tight, tragic results. I had my go get vaccinated, America. Go and get the vaccination. They're available. We have to do more than just build back better. We build back, we have to build back better. I've sent a bill to take a close look at it. We have to also have to get at the root problem of why people are... America is an idea, the most unique idea in history. We are created, all of us equal. Jobs. 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 That we're not going to seek excuse me, and we won't ignore what our intelligence agencies have determined to be the most lethal terrorist threat to the homeland today. White supremacy. We the people. Well, it's time to remember that we the people are the government. You and I. It's us. I mean, there is no reason. We have this capacity. We're the brightest, best trained people in the world. All right. So finally here we have the headline here on InfoWars says a former Pfizer vice president blows lid on a vaccine scheme. Entirely possible this will be used for massive scale depopulation. So former Pfizer vice president and chief science officer Dr. Michael Eden has sounded the alarm over the current vaccine scheme saying it could lead to mass depopulation. In recent interviews Dr. Eden has been warning about the dangers of the poorly vetted mRNA vaccines being forced onto the public by health and government authorities. After months of research and over 32 years of experience, Dr. Yeadon has come to the conclusion that the vaccine booster shots and non-existent regulations are creating a system that could easily be used for nefarious purposes. Speaking with America's frontline doctors, and LifeSite News, Eden explained he's worried about a global depopulation agenda. That if you want to introduce a characteristic which could be harmful and could even be lethal, you can even tune it to say, let's put it in some gene that will cause liver injury over a nine-month period or cause your kidneys to fail, but not until you encounter this kind of organism. Biotechnology provides you with limitless ways frankly to injure or kill billions of people he told lifesite news 
says, and since I can't think of a benign explanation for any of the steps, variants, top up vaccines, no regulatory studies, is not only that I cannot think of a benign explanation, the steps described and the scenario described and the necessary sort of resolution to this false problem is going to allow what I just described unknown and unnecessary gene sequences injected into the arms of potentially billions of people for no reason. I'm very worried that the pathway will be used for mass depopulation because I can't think of any benign explanation. Says elsewhere in the interview, Eden added, that's what I would do if I wanted to get rid of 90 or 95% of the world's population, and I think that's what they're doing. Now, I don't know for certain that they're going to use that system to kill you, but I can't think of a benign reason. And with that power, they certainly could harm you or control you, so you should object and strenuously oppose it. Says the exciser scientists explain governments are directly lying to the people, and this type of system would be highly convenient for the eugenicists who have got hold of the levers of power. And if you recognise that our governments are involved in a major verifiable lie, don't just turn your computer off and go to supper. Stop, look out the window and think, why is my government lying to me about something so fundamental? Because I think the answer is, they are going to kill you using this method. They're going to kill you and your family. Eugenicists have got hold of the levers of power, and this is a really artful way of getting you to line up and receive some unspecified thing that will damage you. I have no idea what it will actually be, but it won't be a vaccine because you don't need one, and it won't kill you on the end of the needle because you would spot that. Yeadon echoed the sentiments in an interview with America's Frontline Doctors last month, warning people not to go near top-up vaccines or booster shots, as some COVID vaccines, including Pfizer and Moderna, require two doses. I must return to the issue of top-up vaccines, and it is a whole narrative which I fear will be exploited and used to gain unparalleled power over us. Please warn every person not to go near top-up vaccines. There's absolutely no need to them. As there's no need for them, they're being made in pharma and regulators have stood aside no safety testing. I can only deduce they will be used for nefarious processes. For example, if someone wished to harm or kill a significant proportion of the world's population over the next few years, the systems being put in place right now will enable it. It's my considered view that this is entirely possible, that this will be used for massive-scale depopulation. Yeadon made headlines last October, picking apart COVID deaths and infection statistics with an extensive report in which he opined. There is absolutely no need for vaccines to extinguish the pandemic. I've never heard such nonsense talked about vaccines. You do not vaccine people who aren't at risk from a disease. You also don't set about planning to vaccinate millions of fit and healthy people with a vaccine that hasn't been extensively tested on human subjects. This much I know after 30 years in a pharmaceutical industry, yet there are such moves afoot. 
Anyway, that's it for today's podcast, and I'll be seeing you again very soon. So uh, take care, and goodbye.